Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. As I travel around the United States of America, as I travel throughout North America, there's one thing that I sense so very strong. It doesn't matter if I'm in California, on the West Coast, or in New York, or in the out in the East Coast. It doesn't matter. I sense it everywhere throughout this country. And this monster, and it is a monster, has gripped the minds and hearts and emotions of millions. We're speaking of tens of millions, perhaps hundreds of millions here in this country, in the United States of America. Now, this monster can be found throughout the world in every country in every community, in every home, in every heart on this planet. But it's obvious there are some regions of the world that this monster has a grip on. And this monster definitely has a grip on this country when speaking of the subject of fear. And many believers in Christ are fearful. Not only the general population is gripped with terror and fear, especially after 9-11, but many believers are fearful, paralyzed by fear, unfounded fear in most cases. And this paralysis has kept many believers, many brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ from acting out in faith. In their daily lives. And this should not be, my friends. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. Fear can be expelled in Jesus' name. And that's what we're going to discuss on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. Hey, 
what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible. He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still, he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. We're aware that many stories of persecution reported by the Voice of the Martyrs are inappropriate for children. For this radio broadcast, we edit some of the more gruesome details, but we're still counting on parents to filter, explain, and give context to the stories of torture and murder, stories that must be told. We encourage parents to lift up martyrs as heroes, and be ready to explain Christ's words in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. For kid-friendly resources from VOM to use at home, Sunday school, youth group, or even vacation Bible school, go online to persecution.com. by fear. Now, allow me to explain one thing, and that is fear as as with jealousy, as with pride, as with lust, as with anger, it's all part of the human condition. All of us experience at times fear. It's part of the human condition. I recognize that. But this unfounded fear, this this powerful enslaving emotion that has literally bound millions in our day is a concern of mine. It troubles me greatly. For fear keeps so many people in bondage and in thousands and thousands of exorcisms dealing with literally millions of evil spirits, different kinds of evil spirits, one demon I confront that I encounter all the time is the spirit of fear. That's how common this binding emotion is in our day. I especially find it in this country frequently, the spirit of fear. In fact, I dealt with the spirit of fear just a handful of days ago. Not in this country, though, not in the United States of America, but in Hong Kong, China, of all places. As many of you are aware, I spent a few, <laughs> excuse me, I spent a few weeks traveling through the Middle East, 
on through Asia, in specifically the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, holding open-air gospel meetings, and then on to China, specifically Macau and uh, Hong Kong. And there in Hong Kong, along with a dear brother in the Lord, a good friend of mine, we battled a spirit of fear in a dissociative identity that was only five years of age. That's right. A broken part of a heart that was only but five years of age was indwelt with a spirit of fear. This part of our heart had been enslaved by a demon of fear. As I, as, I have, as I have shared with you, this spirit is a common demon that we come across all the time. And many of you who are listening to this broadcast are fearful, are in bondage to unfounded fears. In Psalm 23, the comforting word speaks so loud and clear, even in our day. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. The way to overcome fear is to recognize to understand fully within your mind and your heart that the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, is there with you. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And when you recognize that Jesus is with you, you will fear no evil. Think about it for a moment, my friends. Can evil overcome the Lord Jesus Christ? Can fear overcome the Lord Jesus Christ? No. In fact, the Lord Jesus, our precious Lord Jesus, tells us in Matthew 10, his very words speak very loud and clear in our day. Do not fear. Do not fear. You are of more value than many sparrows. You're more valuable than any bird that exists on this planet. You're more important than any created, any other created being. You are beloved by Jesus. Jesus. And that should bring about the dismissal a fear in your heart, in your mind, in your body. Now, oftentimes, people not only struggle with the emotion of fear, but they have a demon of fear, a spirit of fear. Dealing with the emotion can be a little bit easier to deal with than a spirit of fear, because a spirit of fear will often fight you. Relentlessly, especially if it's a generational spirit of fear that's been passed through your bloodline, 
going back many generations. And many of you listening to this broadcast are bound by the spirits of fear. And only the blood of Jesus Christ will be able to set you free. Isn't it a time to be free from fear? To overcome fear? Jesus says, do not fear. And as a man of God, as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, as your friend, I speak to you, my brother. I speak to you, my sister, in the authority of Jesus Christ. Do not fear. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Your rod and your staff. They come for me. It's recognizing that the Lord Jesus Christ stands with you in his very presence, powerful presence that overcomes the powers, the feelings, the emotions, and the spirits of fear. But Psalm 23 goes on. You prepare a table before me in the presence of of my enemies. This is a a prophecy of the table of the Holy Communion. When you partake of the Holy Communion, you partake of his very life, which is a victorious life. And the table stands in an ascension in the ascending victory of Jesus Christ. For the the elements, the blood, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ are victorious over the enemy. For Jesus has risen. He has ascended to God the Father's right hand, and he's coming back soon. I would encourage you, if you struggle with fear, first and foremost, recognize that the Lord Jesus Christ is with you. Recognize you have the power and the authority, as by virtue of your relationship with Jesus Christ, to command fear to go. Speak to fear. Tell it to go. Speak to it. Speak to the emotion. Speak to the spirit and the authority of Jesus Christ. I have family members who are gripped, who've been gripped for decades to fear. By God's grace, fortunately, I've never struggled with this emotion as, as many people do. But there's been times I've been fearful. There's been times I've been placed in situations around the world where I've been very concerned of my own life, my safety. It's part of being human. But by God's grace, I've been able to fight off these horrible emotions of fear and command these spirits of fear to go in Jesus' name. And they leave. They can leave you. On this very day, as you listen to this live, global radio presentation, you can be set free from the spirit of fear. You can be set free from the spirit of fear. Now, it may be a battle. I'm telling you, my friends, spirits of fear want to stay within you. They want to paralyze you. They want to keep you from acting out in faith. So we need to counter we need to counter the fear with faith in Jesus Christ. There's so much I want to talk about on this subject in overcoming fear. 
on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'll be back after this brief intermission to share with you how you can overcome fear in the name of Jesus. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. I've heard that someone did a study on the things that people were most afraid of. And at the top of the list, just under death and above snakes was public speaking, sharing one's faith in a public setting. But I want you to know, my friends, God does not ask us to do something without giving us the proper tools to do it. You have the greatest tool on earth to overcoming fear. You have got the promises of God about overcoming fear. And those promises are from the Scripture. And we'll get to a few of those in a moment. I've already shared a few, but we're going to get to more. Now, these are powerful promises, and they can give you the tools to overcoming fear of speaking, of sharing your faith, or fear of anything else. And I recommend a a simple three-part prayer, which starts with claiming the truth which God gives you, such as the biblical promise, like, with God, all things are possible. Take that promise and make it a part of you. Repeat it over and over if that helps. Affirm that it is true. Claim it as your own. Affirm that it is the truth about you and about God. And claim that truth to be the truth about your life. And then secondly, cast out the fear, the spirit of fear, the emotion of fear. Now give it no leeway and no power. Cast it out in the name of Jesus. And call it what it is, my friends, the demon of fear. And then lastly, give thanks for the promise that is now your own. Give thanks for this truth about you and about God. So again, the three-part prayer is claim the truth of God's promise as your own. Cast out the fear. Give thanks for the truth of God's promise. I mean, this is a very, very simple and practical prayer and a method to overcoming, dispelling fear in your life. 
And with it, you can transform your thought, your thoughts and overcome fear of speaking out. In regards to your faith, which is the most important thing that you have in your life, which Satan wants to keep you bound and keep you silent. He doesn't want you to speak out. He wants to instill fear in you so you wouldn't speak out about the love of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ. Don't try to ignore demon fear. Cast it out. Cast it out. An attack on your ability, my friends, to communicate is an attack on your Christian mission, on your obligation. I mean, you know that you're called to give witness to God. But so many people, especially in this country, are fearful. We all need to communicate with confidence in order to fulfill that mission. Now, this practical form of prayer and study changes the way you look at yourself and God. This overcomes fear as naturally as day follows night. You see, it is inevitable because the promises of God are the truth about you and God. And the truth must overcome the lie that you are subject to anything other than God. Don't let fear bind you and empower you. Satan would love for you to believe that lie. Satan sends his demons to harass you, to keep you fearful, to try to convince you that you can't possibly stand up and speak for the Lord. But it's a lie. It's a lie. And you have to reject that lie and live God's truth that you can do anything for him if you do it through him and his power. Now, I'll give you an example of this form of prayer. I'm going to. Now, Again, we all know that there is such a thing as healthy fear, fear of real danger, like a lion creeping up behind you, for example. Makes sense. You know, God gave us the adrenaline surge to, to give us the energy to run and escape. I mean, this is a healthy fear. And the adrenaline pumping into your body is a healthy response to impending danger and evil. So it's a part of the human condition. I mean, God gave us a fear of evil. And... In the sense of, like I said, if you see a lion, if you're out hiking, if you see a bear, for example, God gave you that, that, that caution to go, to run. And God gave us that, that emotion so we could run to the arms of Jesus Christ and the safety of Jesus. But after we've done so, and after we have run from the lion, escaped from the, up the tree, <laughs> could... Continuing to worry and fret about possible lions or demons would be given in to the devil. And that's just wrong. The devil wants us to be afraid. It is one of his best tools. I'm telling you, it is. Fear clouds our ability to communicate, to share, to evangelize. So we need to stand up to fear as the demon that it is. Cast it out and walk in the strength of God and speak in the strength of God, he has given us the power and the tools to do this. And we know that with God, nothing will be impossible. Now, you may be thinking, but I have a rush of an adrenaline when I try to speak. Does that mean it is a healthy fear and I better run? <laughs> nice try, my friends, but no. There is a no inherent danger in speaking. You really won't die, even if it feels, if it feels like you might. 
Uh, in fact, if you trust in Jesus, my friends, and I mean surrender yourself completely and trust in him, the adrenaline surge can be used in a completely different way than the one used to escape danger. I mean, it actually becomes a source of amazing energy. Suddenly you're leaping with joy for the Lord. You have more energy than you have ever thought possible. God gave us an adrenaline for a reason. And it wasn't just to run away from large, wild animals. No, that... <laughs> That's, a, that's, that's important to have, but he gave it to us so we could, have, we could proclaim the gospel, the holy gospel, the good news, with fervor, with passion, and with power. And the power of the Holy Spirit can flow through you and out to the audience, and it may start as the adrenaline, but if you place that very moment of your ministry completely in the arms of the hands of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, will take that energy and use it to give you a connection with those in need, a connection you may not even be able to imagine. But one day you'll expect that flow of the power from God, and it will never doubt that it, it will come. And you'll never be given a reason to doubt and the promises of God. Jesus is with you. And you're going out to do his work. So overcoming fear is just part of the process and for one for which he has provided. In fact, God has promised us that nothing's impossible with him. Now, there's a few scriptural promises concerning overcoming fear. You may want to use these to claim your authority over fear. And you may even want to use a concordance to look up the words fear, strength, power, speech, evangelism, or ministry. first promise I want to give to you is Matthew 10, 28. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy body, both soul and body in hell. And Luke 12, do not fear, little flock, Jesus says, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. In Revelation 2, do not fear any of those things which you're about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you'll have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Remember, it is a trick of the devil to keep you fearful. If you are filled with fear, you cannot proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. There's nothing the enemy would like better than to keep you entangled with fear. Claim your right to be free of this slavery, the slavery to fear, and step forth to bring the gospel to a hungry, hungry world. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now, let's do this together. Let's start with the remarkable promise of Psalm 23. Here God tells us that we not no need to be fearful. Though we walk through the valley of death. Now that's much worse than evangelizing. I mean, listen to what God says. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because we know that the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Now let's claim that promise. I claim that promise that God that leads me and comforts me. He gives me all that I need. Because of this, I have nothing to fear. And it's truth, my friend. You have nothing to fear. Nothing. 
And he's told me that he will lead me through anything, and that includes being an evangelist to speak out for Jesus. I could speak out for him and speak with the strength and the power that he gives me. He leads me, and I have nothing to fear. I refuse to accept the devil's lie of fear. Now cast it out. Come on, agree with me. I cast you out, demon of fear. I cast you to the feet of Jesus Christ, and he will send you where you belong. I call legions of angels to surround you and to, for you to leave me. And I ask for the legions of angels to surround me and to protect me with swords raised. I cannot be afraid because God is leading me no matter how much fear tries to tempt me. Jesus Christ is with me. And because God leads me and protects me, even if I face death itself, I will not be afraid. Now, this last part, give thanks. Thank the Lord for giving you the victory over fear. Give thanks to the Lord for you are his child, and he means good for you, and, and he loves you. And those of you who have never given your life to Jesus Christ, call upon Jesus. His death his burial, his resurrection is for you. Just simply say, Jesus, help me, save me, forgive me, cleanse me from all sins. Be my Lord, be my Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, my friends, Jesus loves you. Now, walk in the victory. God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. Walk in the power of God, the power of the risen Jesus Christ. And God is going to bless you. I bless you, my friends. I love you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.